Let us pray. Look, may the word of my mouth and the meditation of our hearts be acceptable unto you, our Lord, our rock, and our salvation. Amen. Please be seated. Lord, teach us to pray. Jesus was a man of prayer. Why? Because every major decision that faced him, before every significant turning point in his ministry, we see him consulting with his father in prayer. Most of his prior life was quite visible to his disciples. So the disciples saw Jesus at prayer, and they were attracted by what they saw. So they went out of their way to ask Jesus to give them explicit instruction. And they said, Lord, teach us to pray. One of the problems we often have with prayer is that we see it as an obligation. We see it as a duty. It is that, of course, but it is not merely that. When we see prayer only as an obligation, as something we must do, we lose the joy of it. Remember, this took me to my children days. As I mentioned before, I'm from Costa Rica, and before high school, we were living in a very rural area, countryside, and we do a lot of climbing trees and so forth. So that morning, or I think it was afternoon, we were gathered, and sometime one of the group would climb the tree. And this is one of the girls and boys all together having fun. And this time, Rodolfo, which is his name, he were to climb this tangerine tree. But all in a sudden, he went up, slipped, and fell. But the news went that fast to his grandmother that she zips down where we were. And not before even checking to see how's our grandson, you know, if he's broken something, our question was, Rodolfo, was you pray this morning? Did you pray this morning? And she continued to ask in him. I guess that was no, but he wasn't want to answer because he know that what he would get would be worse than the fell that he got off the tree. Did you pray this morning? God's help us to move beyond seeing prayer as merely an obligation and enable us to see it as a privilege. When we pray, we want to see ourselves not as a person approaching an empty table, but as one coming to a feast with a great anticipation to feed upon the living God himself. We want to come with the same eagerness 
the disciples showed when they asked Jesus to teach them how to pray. Behind that request lay the disciples' experience of seeing Jesus as a man of prayer, a man whose life was marked by love, by power, by joy. They had seen him rise early in the morning for prayer. They had seen the fruit he had accomplished in his life. So they want what they see in Jesus. And I guess if prayer can do that for Jesus, then we too must learn how to pray as Jesus prayed. Jesus answered the disciples' request by teaching what we have come to call the Lord's Prayer. We can think about the Lord's Prayer in three parts. The first part has to do with worship and adoration. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. After that comes prayer for God's reigns in the world. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And only then, after we have first adored God and pray for his work, do we pray for our own needs. Give us this day our daily bread. Our tendency, of course, is to reverse the order. We so often begin with our needs, our wants, our hearts, our desires. Sometimes that is not only where we begin, but also where we end. We become so absorbed in our own concern that we never get around to praying for God's concerns, much less to worshiping him. Sometime we come into the presence of God, prayer, with a long list of needs. We need this, we need that, we heard here, we heard there. Instead of praying, we spend our time thinking about our problems. We spend our time worrying instead of worshiping. If we are to pray as Jesus prayed, if we are to follow the model prior given, by, given us by Jesus, we must recognize that we Two are powerless to cope with the difficulties that surround us, that we are dependent on our Lord to handle them for us. There will be time enough later to bring to the Lord our endless list of needs and wants. First, we must learn to worship him and to see our needs in terms of his kingdom and his work upon the earth.
That is how Jesus prayed. When we kneel in prayer, we should recognize that we kneel in the present, not of a distant, remote God, but of a personal, intimate Father. We say, our Father. He is a Father who cares for us, who wants to listen to us even more than we want to speak to Him. He's a Father who wants good for us and not evil. As we heard in the Gospel, what man of you, if your child asks for a fish, will give him a snake instead of a feast? A fish? How much will your Father who is in heaven give good things to those who asked him. He is a father who cares for us. So what does prayer mean in our days today? It is something we do only on Sunday or at home here at the cathedral. It is a daily exercise two or three times a week. The discipline of prayer is difficult and demanding and requires us to make a place in our busy life. Everyone must commit as much as we can to keeping that bond with God alive. Sometimes we don't see its effect immediately but we gradually feel a change in our lives and in our heart. Prayer opens the door of grace that God gives us, but we must pray insistently. We heard Abraham insist, almost to the point of be being a comedian in his intercession for the people of Sodom and Gomorrah. The dialogue with God show us how the prayer of intercession is not only a bond with the Father, but an example of love for the neighbors. If we make prayer a habit, if every day or every moment we can, we dedicate a few seconds, a few brief moments to divine dialogue, God will give us the Holy Spirit, give us the orientation we ask for, give us the reconciliation we long for, Jesus will give us. But that prayer needs to be in a constant and see it as a constant dialogue, a constant communication with God and recognizing who he is. God, or Jesus, stressed that we need to be patient and insistent 
in prayer. That is where we are called. And constantly asking the Lord, Lord, teach us to pray. And so that each and every one of us within our life, prayer can mean, I can see, be a part very important as we communicate with our Lord. Lord, teach us to pray. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, we want to be women and men of prayer. Lord, as you taught your first disciples, teach us also to pray. Help us to recognize you as our Father. Father, help us to acknowledge you as the Almighty God. Bring us into your heavenly courts that we may worship you. Amen. <laughs>